I'm speechless. To tell you the truth, I'm absolutely speechless. I did not expect this team to win in Calgary, but I did not expect them to lose by 59 points. Do I really have to go through the scoring summary? Here it is in a nutshell. Embarrassing. Let's open up these lines. I'll go through the scoring summary when everyone is done venting, spewing their venom. Because here it comes. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cellular device. Email, and it is already flooded. Flooded with comments. Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address. On Twitter, it has been... Uh, how should I say this? Entertaining on Twitter. You can continue with your entertaining tweets here on the fifth quarter at AM 900 CHML at Rick Samprin. We are going to be live until 1.30 this morning, taking your calls, your emails, your tweets, your reaction to tonight's debacle at McMahon. Do you know that tonight's ball game? The 59-point spread is the third in the history of the Canadian Football League, the third largest margin of victory. The record is 68 points. Montreal beats, guess, Hamilton 82-14 to back in 1956. 68 points is the record largest margin of victory in this great league of ours. 60 is the second highest. Edmonton beat Ottawa 63-3 back in 1995. The third highest largest margin of victory in CFL history happened tonight and happened against the Hamilton Tiger Cats 60-1. to That's absolutely disgusting. Here we go. Floodgates are opening, folks. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You want to vote for a player of the game? I dare you to vote for a Tiger Cat for player of the game. I will laugh at you and then hang up. Because that should not happen tonight. Bobby in row 75 at McMahon has a better shot of being the player of the game than any Tiger Cat tonight. Start with Dave on the phone. Hey, Dave, start us off. Amen to everything you said. I've never seen anything like it. The first game I went to was just a little boy down at Civic Stadium. Watched the Thai Cats since then. I've never seen anything like it. I'm speechless. You can use all the words you want to describe it. Embarrassing, demoralizing, traumatic, traumatic, scarring. And I'm afraid that this team as it stands right now will be traumatized by this loss and will be, probably be freeze-dried for the rest of the season. I hope I'm wrong. But, um, hey, I'm, I'm not Einstein. I, I, I don't know what to do. I wouldn't know what to do with this team. really wouldn't. You know, I mean, what, what can you say? You know, what, 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 what possibly can you do from here on? I mean, I mean you know, like, like there's no words. I mean, you know, sure you can coach them to get better, but I don't know. It's just uh, – yeah, tra- traumatizing is a word. Embarrassing. National embarrassment, for sure. 
other than uh, asking for your player of the game, I'm going to ask all of our callers this tonight, and, and our tweeters and emailers can respond as well. Should the Ticats fire Kent Austin after tonight's loss? Right now, say that's it, Kent. You're out. We need a change. You know what, Rick? As much as it sounds like a great tempting offer, I don't know if it would do any good right now bringing anybody else in. Who, who else is going to work magic with what we have? Well, that's the other question you got to ask. Is it Jeff Reinbold? Is it Dennis McVie? Is it Steph Potasik? Is it someone from outside the organization? I don't I know. Think, if, I don't know if any of those guys would do any better with this team right now. I agree with you 100. percent I think we're stuck. It is what it is for the rest of the season, and uh, maybe they should be making moves right now behind the scenes for next season. Because uh, this one, I think we're going to have to just hope for the best and ride it out. We've done it before. Who, who's your player of the game? <laughs> I don't want to get hung up on. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to you going to come at me with the tiger cap? Well, do you know what? I can't say that. There's no player of the game for the tie catcher news by 59 points. I, you know, okay, I'll tell you which player, two players I thought gave an effort tonight. How's okay, that? sure, sure. Okay, uh, Mazzoli and Gable. Okay, well, Gable had his easily his best game of the season, but that's not saying much. No, and uh, so they gave effort. That's all I'll say, and you're right. There is no, you, how can you pick a player of the game for sure? You're right. Yeah. Dave, thanks for the call. You're welcome. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address, at Rick Samprin, at AM900CHML on Twitter. C.J. Gable, by the way, 10 carries tonight, 69 yards, a long run of 14. And uh, Dave's other choice, Jeremiah Masoli, in terms of their effort at least, uh, he went 7 of 15 tonight for 77 yards and an interception. 60 to 1, the Ticats lose tonight. I'm not misspeaking. That's not a typo on Twitter, and uh, <laughs> it's not a bad dream. It's not a nightmare. It's reality. Darcy's called into the fifth quarter. Hey, Darcy. Hey, Rick. I'm I'm going to cut to the chase here. Uh, your last caller didn't really cut to the chase, and I'm um, I've been a diehard for years, and uh, this team looks discombobulated, um, atrocious. They look like a losing team. Um, they are a losing team. They 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 look like it and they're playing like it and uh, you for instance I listened to um, a press conference last week of Mark Tressman after a game the Argos won he sounds way more professional Chris he sounds like a professional coach you listen to Ken Austin after in interviews he's sarcastic he's stubborn he's he's very arrogant um, his time is over in Hamilton and I agree your question he needs to be fired and. Um, the season um, needs to be salvaged somehow, and he's going to be gone after the year anyway. So do it now. Why wait till we're 0 8? People aren't going to put up with this crap. You think people are going to fork out money for this crap? Hamilton fans know football. We're educated. And uh, with regards to the coordinators, gone. And it just shows how, how much uh, the coordinators meant to this team. Tommy Condell, I know we've had personnel changes over the year, and uh, Orlando Steinhauer. Sure, uh, we went to a couple of great cups and playoffs, but uh, we, we've kind of honored Ken Austin. We've had losing records, and the East has been very weak. The East is not weak this year. And uh, my uh, flag football coach could coach a defense better than Reinbold. He's a joke. Um, the personnel is not too bad, but it's not what we've had. I think this season can be somehow salvaged. Hope to God by firing Ken Austin now. Who's your player of the game? 
the popcorn guy in Section 29. I don't know. I heard he no, was doing pretty good tonight. Yeah. No Tiger Cats. No, it's it's uh, it's too pathetic. Honestly, honestly, next week, Rick, we've got Edmonton. Yeah, After good, Edmonton, good who do we have? Uh, another loss, another loss, another loss. No, it's it's Winnipeg, and then Ottawa, then the bye, and then Labor Day against the Argos. Yeah, I I've seen every team in the CFL so far this year, and we're not even competitive. Like we're we've hit rock bottom, and we've hit it hard. And uh, if anyone on your show doesn't see a reason, has has sees some reason to keep Ken Austin, I I just have to shake my head because uh, they don't know about, nothing about football. Thanks for the call, Darcy. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. Let's get to a um, let's get to a couple of emails here. We have, we have a flood of calls still online. We're going to get to all the calls tonight. Don't don't you worry. Uh, email from Chris. Andy Fantuz, player of the game, because he was smart enough not to make the trip. Uh, this email from Randy. This was not an unexpected loss for the Cats, but I never thought it would be by that many points. This is now a big problem. No wins in Calgary since 2004 is just the beginning. How does this team bounce back from this? It also creates a huge coaching dilemma. A huge Chinook wind wiped out the Cats in Calgary tonight. A crushing stampede. There is no other way to analyze this one. The player of the game, the mascot white horse for Calgary, with many scores to run about. At least it was not a shutout. Edmonton is next. 60-1. to Ouch, nasty, horrible. Good night, Rick. That email from Randy in Oakville. Back to the phones. Jack has called in. Hello, Jack. Hey, Rick. How are you, buddy? I am flabbergasted. Unbelievable, eh? <laughs> what do you What do you say? Well, you know, listen, you know, I, I've been saying for a couple of years that this whole regime is, is, is just a mess from Bob Young on down. You know, I, I never bought into this... Uh, this act of Bob Young or Scott Mitchell or, or Kent Austin for that reason. You know, we had some good people. We, we had uh, Obilovich and Danny McManus coming along as a GM and Marcel Belfay, which I thought was a pretty good coach. I think that uh, given a couple more years, they, they, they would have done some things. This entire regime is awful. I mean, if, if anybody doesn't see that now, you know, what's the problem, Rick? You know, like, Kent Austin is not the man. Well, I don't think it's one thing. Because if it was one thing, they would have corrected that. I, I would think they are smart enough to realize if it was one thing to say, all right, this needs to be corrected. Let's make this correction. We'll be a better unit for it. We'll move on. We'll win, win some football games. I think it's more than just coaching. It's injuries, which we've talked about. It's stupid penalties. It's lack of imagination on offense, an underachieving defense, uh, no more explosiveness on special teams in the return game, all of the above. Yeah, but, you know, Rick, how long has Bob Young owned the team? Since 2004? 2004 would be his first season, yes. Yeah, and, you know, so what are we, 2017 now? So that's like 13 years. You know, I... I hope you don't hang up on me and laugh at me. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just joking. I, no, no. But I, I think the fellow is a phony. I, I, I think that uh, the, the team is a mess. And, and you know, if, if they really are sold out every game and uh, all the other crap that we've been hearing, 
he shouldn't have any difficulty selling the team if they're profitable and all the other crap we're hearing. You know, move on. You know, like, it, it, it's just a mess. It's, it's a horrible mess. You know, and we, how many coaches have we gone through? We've never seen anything like this. You know. No, 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 we've seen something like this before. No, no, I don't mean this year, Rick. I mean, in, in terms of this regime since Okay, I see, I see what you mean, on, yes. On to 2017. How many coaches have we been through? How many GMs have we been through? How many, you know, like, good God in heaven, like... So would you would you fire Kent Austin right now, or, or is that gone, not really gone? Gone. He'd have been gone. He'd have been gone last year. You know, I I don't like this fellow. I, I I don't like the way he he treats uh, people in the media. I don't like the you know the, the the way he the way he talks. The egotism and on and on. I mean, his record does not dictate you know his, his ego at all. I mean, it's a horrible record. I mean, even if you go back to Cornell. Like the guy is just not a winner, and and I am absolutely convinced that the Great Cup that he won in Saskatchewan was 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 based upon a team that had already been built, and and the two Great Cups he took us to in what 2013 and 14, mm-hmm. Obilovich built that team, and and yeah, we we were a bad. I, I, you know what? The call that was made in that Great Cup game was the right call. You know, it was it, you know this guy uh, what was his name Reed. Yeah, Taylor Reed, you're talking about the penalty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, he, he did. He blocked the guy from the rear, fair and square. I mean, it was a good call. Uh, you know, yeah, just, it, just happened to ha- it just happened to happen in a gray cup on what would have been a game-winning, uh, you know, punt return for a touchdown. Exactly. Who's your player of the game tonight, Jack? Uh, no, nobody. Unless, you know, I uh, can't even choose a Calgary player because <laughs> anybody could have done it for them tonight. <laughs> you know, like, it was just, it was just absolutely horrible. I, I'm so disgusted. I'm we all are. Jack, thanks for the call. i got to run here with our first break. We still have Alex and Manny and Tony on the line. we got a flood of tweets and emails to get to. This is the fifth quarter, brought to you by Rob Golfie with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team on AM 900 CHML. Thanks for sticking around here on AM 900 CHML. Let's recap tonight's embarrassing, shocking, earth-shattering 60 to one Ticats loss in Calgary. You heard me right. If you missed the game, if you somehow were not on Twitter tonight, and you just tuned in, yes, the Ticats lost 60 to 1. The third largest margin of victory or defeat, however you want to look at it, in CFL history. Chris on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, writes, Ticats even more discouraging when you consider Red Blacks started from nothing and built a Craig Cup champion team in three years. Greg on Twitter, at AM900CHML, 60 to 1, maybe fire everyone. Another tweet, this one from uh, Corey. Ticats need help in that secondary. Uh, Autumn underscore Duncan on Twitter writes, that score better be an eye-opener for some big changes. And uh, Chris also saying, my choices for change, Rich Stubler as coach, Eric Tillman as GM. Now, Tillman is already the GM of the Ticats. Rich Stubler, as a head coach at Hamilton, would 
obviously make his return to Hamilton if that were to recur. And Clay on Twitter, at Rick Samprin writes uh, in response to, should the Ticats fire head coach Kent Austin? He says, no, too hard to change a coach when you're spending the week on the road, maybe during the bye week if things don't get better. Couple of thoughts on Twitter here on AM 900 CHML and the fifth quarter. Back to the phones we go. 905 645 3221 star 9900 on your cell phone. Again, we're live until 1 30 this morning. If you are waiting on the line, we will definitely get to you. Tony has been waiting patiently here on the fifth quarter. Tony, how are you? Uh, I've been better. Yep, yep. Uh, I just want to congratulate the Tiger Cats on officially becoming the laughing stock of the CFL tonight. I would concur. And uh, as for firing Austin, I would have fired him last at the beginning of this year. But the problem is, who do you replace him with? So who do you think that should be? I don't know. Who's available? Uh, there's nobody on Ticat staff that I would replace him with. Fantastic is garbage. Uh, Reinbold is garbage. I would I wouldn't even let those guys coach high school football. I'm sorry to say, but they're they're not head coaching material. So who do you replace them? Who so who's available? That's the question. Right. That's so, the question. I mean, there's uh, guys out there. You're not going to get anybody from an existing team right now. No one's going to no, jump ship. No. So we're kind of stuck with them till the end of the year. Yeah, unless you unless you promote from within, or or, or or I mean, Kent says, you know what? We just got shellacked. Uh, maybe the players aren't listening to me anymore. I'm going to step aside. I'm just going to be the VP of football ops. And I talked about this on the last show. I'll just be the VP of football ops, and uh, you know, uh, person X is now the head coach. Well, we got to find that person X now. <laughs> yeah, so. I guess so. Okay, but I, I called you last week. Yes. And uh, what's the update on on getting Bob Young on 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 the show? You know what? I uh, I, I I will put in a request for him. I would uh, highly I really doubt like, that he would come I, on. Because I would really love to hear his answers to some of these questions. Yeah, I I I would and, highly and doubt I, that he would come I, on. I would only say that because you know we're not the broadcaster, so I, I know. You know that well, that would be up to him. I'd love to have him well, on the show. Okay, well, I, I'd love to have a talk with him because it's it's. I, I'm starting to think this guy is cheap. I'm sorry if if you guys like this guy, but I've never liked him from day one. And like I said last week, I really want to ask him what is wrong with this team that nobody wants to stay here and play for mm-hmm. us. Well, here, let me do this, Tony. Give me your player yeah. of the game, and I'll read you a couple of tweets that Bob has sent out. Who's your player of the game? Player of the game? I got to go with the Calgary Horse. Uh, you know what? Funny you say that. The Calgary Horace is leading the voting right now. Well, he, he's my vote. There's, there's <laughs> is no, it a he or a she? No I don't even know. Cats that, that deserve to, to, you know, to be player of the game. I and, agree. And I, 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 I turned the, I turned the game off after halftime. I, I just had enough of it, and I was like, I'm screaming at the TV here. Well, it was thirty-nine to one at half, so yeah, well, it didn't, it didn't I, I get know. any better. And, and I'm and I'm looking at it, and I see I see Kolaros is throwing interceptions and and just a lousy play, and I'm I'm I it just boggles my mind why wouldn't he put uh, Mazzoli in sooner? Right. Yeah. Well, he, he came in he, early he, in the third. And this is and this is the same attitude that 
going back years ago that uh, Ron Lancaster had when, when when Danny McManus was a quarterback. It's like we're going to leave him in there. I don't care. I don't care if we're losing by a hundred points. He's our quarterback. He's staying in there. Well, how is how is anyone else going to get any playing experience? Sure. You, you know, the, like the game was over. Well, look what Calgary did in that, at halftime. Why wait till like what, what was it? Nine minutes in the in the fourth quarter? No, it was, I, er, it was early in the third. It was early in the third when Masili came in. When when was it? It was early in the third. Oh, was it early in the third? Yeah. Well, like I said, okay, I, I started listening to to it on the radio, but. Uh, so regardless, it's uh, it's as the same mentality as Lancaster. This he just keeps playing with his with his one guy, and you know he doesn't want to change. And like I said, you know it's 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 too bad that there isn't anybody available, but he has to go. Obviously, they're not playing for him. And like I said last week, I'm st- I I still I'm still questioning his his judgment on on player on on player talent. Mm-hmm. Like no, I'm sorry, but there's nobody on this team that's really that great. I hear you. Thanks for the call, Tony. i got to run here. Uh, two two tweets from Bob Young. Uh, one back on July 20th. So this was moments after the Ticats uh, lost a last-minute heartbreaker against uh, the Edmonton Eskimos. And uh, the caretaker tweeted, A good thing Ticats don't make coaching decisions according to fan polls. Great progress. Still more work to do. Tonight, Bob Young, the owner of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, has tweeted. This has happened uh, a few minutes ago. Trying to come up with a funny tweet, but humor is hard knowing how frustrated the Ticats players and coaches are tonight. I think we all had a good laugh at the Ticats' expense tonight. But I don't think anything is funny about the state of this franchise. And I, I, I know Bob, obviously. I've been around him for several years now and i know he always likes to put a humorous spin on things uh, but you can't put any shade of lipstick on this pig tonight just not going to happen 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your smartphone you can email rick at 900chml.com kevin has emailed there's only one word for the team's performance all in caps, pathetic. Never have I seen a team play that poorly. It is almost like they stopped playing for this coach. Defense, special teams, and offense just never showed up. Austin has to go. Completely disgusted, Kevin. Well, that puts it in a nutshell, doesn't it? Let's go back to the phones here on the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. Alex is on the line. Good morning, Alex. How you doing, Rick? Good. How are you? Uh, ah, I know, I know. I started to wonder if I was playing a video game or watching the game. <laughs> yes. It was getting that bad because I know when I get really into a game, I, I kind of run up the score. So I was starting to wonder that. And then I realized, no, this is real. It's actually happening. And, you know, at some points I was hoping that something would actually good would happen, but knowing Ken Austin, he just keeps Zach in and hope for the best, and nothing was going good for him, though. And I think that's what a lot of us callers are starting to, you know, say as one, you know, is it really worth keeping Ken Austin? So what would you do? If you're, I, if you're the owner of the Cats, what would your decision be? I would wait, like I, that one caller said, I would wait till the bye week, or I think that you said it, 
it's very difficult to find a coach while you're on the road and have him come for the next game. If, if things keep getting worse, do it during the bye week. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're making a coaching decision now, you know that uh, this team, you know, if that's the decision, you've, you've come to the realization that this team is no longer going to perform for this head coach. Mm-hmm. The, the difficulty, especially in season, I mean, there's a few challenges and hurdles. Number one, now you bring in a new person, and whether it's outside or within the ranks, and here's the new voice. Uh, how much of a change is going to happen? How big of a boost is this team going to get? Uh, there's there's a new voice. There's a new uh, you know a person at the helm. Uh, is this going to be the catalyst to get this team to play playoff caliber football? I, yeah. I, do, I don't know that there's anyone on staff or anywhere anyone out there that can flip the switch on this team to make them an instant success. I just don't see it. Well, I was I was thinking that, you know, maybe if he was up to it, see if Danny McManus would want to coach, but, you know, he probably has better things to do. Than well, yeah, he's, he's in Winnipeg doing fine. Oh, there you go. You see, he's fine. He's living his life, but... You know, I was watching Zach. He was throwing passes constantly to Luke Tasker, whether he was open or not. And its I know they have a strong connection, but there are other guys out there that we have the talent. It's not, it's not that we don't have it. We have it. It's that he needs to look down the field. And during halftime, the panel was saying it, especially Matt Dunnigan, he needs to look before he throws. He just, As soon as he snaps the ball, he's just like, it's going to Tasker. I'm going to throw it to Tasker. He's, I know he's open. Rather, he has four guys on him or not, I think he'll catch it. And he throws a pick six or, you know, I, it's so hard to watch a Ticats game and not know what's going to happen. You know exactly what's going to happen. Okay, 3-0, and and then uh, the, the opponents are going to just fly down the field. And I was listening to it on the radio for a bit. And they were saying that the longer Hamilton keeps their defense on the field, the more points Calgary will score. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Luke Tasker, by the way, nine receptions for 82 yards tonight. Who's your player of the game, Alex? Um, the cheerleaders of Calgary. Calgary cheerleaders. We'll include the horse in that one as well. And the horse, yeah. All right. he, he's the all-star. Have a good one. Take care. You too. Bye. All right, another break. When we come back, we have Manny, we have Bill, we have Louie all on the phone. Tweets and emails to get to as well. You're listening to the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back. Rick Samprin here. This is the fifth quarter on Hamilton's News Talk Leader, AM 900 CHML. The fifth quarter brought to you by Rob Golfie with Raymax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. A couple of ways that you can interact with us here on the show. You can call 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can tweet us at Rick Samprin at AM 900 CHML. Use hashtag fifth quarter if you like. Uh, or send me an email, rick at 900CHML.com. Ticats lose tonight 60-1 to in Calgary. They have not won at McMahon Stadium since 2004. Danny McManus was the quarterback. Greg Marshall was the head coach. They've now lost 11 consecutive games against the Stampeders. And they're now 0-5 for the first time since 2007. That same year, they finished 3-15. and the head coach at that time was Charlie Taff. I wonder what he's doing right now. 
Tweet from Norm at Rick Samprin. Castillo is the only Ticats player who has a shot at player of the game. He got her only point with a couple of uh, smiley crying emojis. Hashtag fifth quarter. Bruce on Twitter. Austin should have been gone two games ago. Now we all say it's too late. B.S. It is never too late. And I got a kick out of this one tweet. I'm just scrolling up. Uh, this one from uh, the Box J Boys. I'm not sure if all the Box J Boys are sending out tweets on the account, but if they are, this could be rather interesting. Uh, this tweet says, I'm playing a Fire Kent Austin fifth quarter drinking game. Say it and I take a drink. Should be a fun hour. Fire Kent Austin, Fire Kent Austin, Fire Kent Austin, Fire Kent Austin. That's about four or five shots right there. <laughs> uh, and fake Randy Ambrosi. This is a good account to follow. Player of the game has to be Jerome Messam. If he hadn't sat in the second half, he would have broken Al Bundy's poke high record. Al Bundy scoring four touchdowns in a game for poke high back in the day, as they say. 60-1 to the final. Ticats lose in Calgary tonight. What a demoralizing loss. And for his thoughts on what happened tonight, or last night, I guess, uh, here is Manny. Manny, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rick. Um, I like most callers are just, uh, you know, at the point where you just, uh, where, where, you know, what, what needs to be done, you're kind of confused and you don't know. But, uh, the reality is that, um, you know, when you bring in a whole, it's never too late. So you bring in a new coach, whoever that coach is, you, um, and usually the players, I would, I would say, I would say that usually when you make a coaching change, although there is a new voice, just because there is that new voice in the room, Sometimes, if nothing else, it energizes the the locker room at least for a game. And and who knows what happens after that? The reality is, I think the Argos are sitting with two wins. Uh, Ottawa's sitting with one win and one tie. And I think the Alouettes have have two wins as well. So it's not like it's totally lost. But we need that first victory. Um, you said it earlier. You mentioned about there's so many different. It's a personnel issue. I I don't you know. Callers say we have we have talent. We have some talent. Of course, we have some talent. There are some great players out there, but there's not enough of them. These, I think, what ends up happening. This is more on Tillman and Austin because Tillman brings in the personnel for Austin to coach. If if you look at a situation like, for instance, like in um, uh, Brandon Banks this year, every team seems to bring in, lose a punt returner, and just every year have this new punt returner that comes out of nowhere and just lights it up. Like Brandon Banks did about, about, well, two years ago, and then I guess he's been with the team about four years now total. He's lost it. Some Something with that guy, he just looks like he doesn't want to play. And that is a coaching issue. That is a, a GM issue. If you don't bring enough players in, in camp to challenge these so-called guys that have a spot, you know, locked up, this is what ends up happening. He needs to, he needs to either be traded while we still, while he still has value because right now you got a guy like Finch this year in Calgary. First time I've seen this kid, maybe he played, he played last year a little bit, I guess, but he just forget this whole, while well, he's not getting the blocking. That's, that's just BS. When you're a good enough player and you're paid to be an all-star, you make things happen when a team needs to make things needs you to make things happen. So I'm not going to expect them to run one back every play. 
But he is not getting, he's not breaking anything. There was a play, well, the Fitch had that big return, but he also had a play there around the 20-yard line where he cut back, and I, I think he ran for about 40 yards to get three. The point is, though, is that you saw that guy with an energy and a sense of wanting to win, and you just don't see it in enough of the star players. Everybody's beating up Kalaris, put in Mazzoli. It doesn't make a difference. Mazzoli played. It's the personnel that you have to throw to. We don't have a vertical threat. We don't have anybody to stretch the field. There's nobody that I would fear to stretch the field. Every team has a player that you could fear that 30, 40 yard bomb that might hurt. So you could have the best for you could have Mitchell throw to these guys. It would be the same it would be the same outcome. The hey, personnel. Manny, let me ask you two questions. Number one, yeah. would you fire Ken Tostin right now? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I would go as far as even as even putting um putting uh, I don't know what you would do, but putting Tillman on notice somehow. Because again, how could you what is how could you do worse than a fifty nine point game? It's lost anyways. You you've you've lost the room. Like I said, players like Banks tells me this. Now you could of course if he's going to be like that, he should be like that. He's a professional. He should still play his game, but he's lost the room. And 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 yeah, for sure, for sure they got to go. Sorry, what was your other question? Second question before I let you go, who's your player of the game? A player of the game would be what that gentleman just before. I would say the kicker because he's at least uh, he got the one point. He he did more work than any other tight guys because he had to punt all night. <laughs> yeah. And, and the other, and he also took a freaking beating when it obviously he can't throw the ball. The poor guy. Oh, he got shellacked. So, yeah. He got shellacked. So you know they got They got to make a change now. The 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 dress the the players will get revived hopefully and energized and their jobs will be on the line because there's a new coach coming in. Everybody's on notice. Maybe pull out a victory at Edmonton and then go on from there, build from there. Can't get any worse. Thanks Can't for the thanks for the call, Manny. Uh, by the way, Sergio Costillo, uh, eleven punts tonight. Punted the ball five hundred and eighteen yards. Almost five CFL football fields. He averaged the average is pretty good, forty-seven point one per punt. He had a long of sixty-three, and a single, a rouge, a punt single saved this franchise from a sixty to nothing shutout. Now they just lost sixty to one. Eesh. Email from Ed Rick. Disgrace, embarrassment sums it up. Unless Bob Young has no pride. The writing is on the wall. VP and Coach Austin has to go. The house must be cleaned. Starting now, and the fans have some hope, but leave it until next year and you're going to have an empty stadium. I'm thinking of canceling TSN. A new direction is needed now. Austin and the Cats couldn't beat a college team or an industrial league team. Yes, there are personnel out there. Most simple, bring Belfay back. As coach, Henry Burris could be offensive coach, plus others. Very simple example. Changes must be made now, or you're going to have a lot of empty airtime. Very disappointed, Rick. All the best, Ed G. Back to the phones we go here on the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. Bill has been waiting patiently. Hello, Bill. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm all right. I'm going to make a few points, and then I'll let you talk about them. Um, last year, I called with three games left in the season. And I said, Austin has too much power. 
And so they got to take humble him, take away a little bit of his power. He's just got too much. Tillman's not doing anything without Austin. He's just got too much power. Anybody he doesn't like, he gets rid of. Why get rid of Diakowski? Why? He said in a quote with Drew Edwards in the paper that offensive Canadian offensive linemen are hard to find. They're one of the best, a veteran. Why get rid of them? Unreal. So, anyways, after I turn off the phone, everybody's like, "Oh, that guy's crazy. Get rid of Austin. That guy's crazy." He's got too much power. I feel sorry for Bob Young. He's been hoodwinked from the beginning. Scott Mitchell come in at the beginning and tell him what to do, this and that. This and that. It's a joke. The organization has to be washed clean. Everybody. Bob Young is wasting money. He's getting treated like a, a fool. <clears throat> Potassic. He's probably kicking himself in the ass right now, taking that job. Kicking himself in the ass. He was ready to make a legacy at Mac. I wish he probably wishes he can go back now. <clears throat> That's all I have to say. Austin's got to go, but he's got too much power. How many of them a little bit take one of the jobs away from him? Hey, Bill, who, who's your player of the game? Ah, the horse. I mean, come on. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Bill. Cheers. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. Let's go to Mike on the phone here on the fifth quarter. Hello, Mike. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Yeah, you know. I need some Pepto-Bismol, you guys. <laughs> I can't take that stuff. It just makes me vomit. But, well, you know, that that's what the Ticats did tonight. I got a few things I want to talk about. I don't want to be too long. First of all, how does Bank run back punts without blocking and teamwork? Well, yeah, you need, you need blocking and teamwork for sure, yes. Let's go back three, four years ago, 2013. What kind of team did we have? We had a Grey Cup team, contender, kicking ass all over the league. We weren't far off. We tear down the team. We get like this. Number two, the management right from the top, they got to go. Fans aren't happy with who's running the team. We're going to start to see empty seats if this keeps up. Our play selection is horrible. Like, now, I got a question. Mm -hmm. When was Mazzoli in when the score was 53-1? to uh, that should have been pulled. Yeah, I think it was forty-six to one. Points. Yeah, forty-six to one. Yeah, Zach should have been pulled. He's not moving the ball. The guys aren't running. Like it's a team game here. We let go guys who should be on this team. They don't want to spend the money. How about upper management takes a pay cut? We bring our guys in. You know how many guys we let go there? Byron Hall, our O line. We haven't had an O line since nineteen ninety nine when we won a Grey Cup game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, we've had so much talent go through there. And we got a chance to get good offensive coordinator to come in after Tommy and them left. We Like, it's just not one guy on this team. There's no heart. The guys aren't in sync. They look lost out there. Stevie Wonder can call better plays. Who's your uh, player of the game tonight, Mike? That's a tough one. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a tie cat. Well, let's go with... Uh, and the Calgary horse is leading the voting right now. I'll give you a good one. I'll take the callers on the 900 radio tonight. All right. All the all the fifth quarter callers. That's a good one. And and yes or no, would you fire uh, Kent Austin right now? No. All right. Thanks for the call, Mike. I got one more. Yeah. Go ahead. I, w- I would not fire the coach. I would fire the guys who works above them. Excellent. Because they don't know what the hell's going on. 
They don't care. They care more about getting a paycheck than they do what's on this field. We want Tadcat football, not a not a scrub game here. These guys are better. The coaches look frustrated. We got to get on the page. Like you know how many good guys ones are here. Coaching staff. What happened to continuity and guys who want to be here? Let's get rid of these guys. They're all around the league. You tell me how many of our all stars are around the league. You know why players don't want to be here? Because their upper management stinks and they don't care and they treat them like garbage. Good call, Mike. Thanks thanks for the thoughts. Let's take another commercial break. When we come back, we will hear from Dennis and Ken here on the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back. Fifth quarter continues here on Hamilton's News Talk Leader as we dissect tonight's 60-1 to loss in Calgary. What a mess. What an abomination. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. A couple more tweets to get to. Scott tweets, when the Cats started 1-6 a couple of years ago, you could tell the team was good. They turned it around. This team looks hopeless. Chris on Twitter, right now if Ticats played McNabb, I'd put my money on McNabb in reference to McNabb High School. Mike on Twitter, it's weird that Austin doesn't use a backup quarterback when his best success as a player came with a backup, for example, with McManus. Scott, management needs to be wiped clean. This team was an offensive juggernaut two years ago. Now they're losing by 59. Uh, He adds to his tweet, but I'll I'll leave that part out. They're still a PG-rated program. Uh, Or Nagy, I think, armchair QB guy is his Twitter handle. Reinbold seems more interested in being a social media Twitter maven than actually taking his first year D coordinator position seriously. And I like the uh, tweet from uh, Neville. Uh, actually, this one from Laura Stewart, who's got the uh, Michael Jackson uh, at the theater in the Twitter costume munching on some popcorn listening to the fifth quarter. Thanks for the support. Back to the phones we go, and Dennis is on the line. Hello, Dennis. Go ahead. I'm from uh, down Niagara Way, and yeah. uh, I've been a season ticket holder for close to 20 years. Um, I, and, oh, first of all, I'll answer the question. It's got to be the horse he ran for more yards than the total Hamilton team. <laughs> yeah. um, the, um, I'm not sure if it's Austin or whatever. I think it's, which is maybe Austin, but I think it's the consistency. It seems there's so much turnover on the Tiger Cats teams uh, the last few years, I don't know if it's a, a money situation, um, you know, budget. They're told this, you can't re-sign some of our good players. I mean, we had uh, Metlock as a kicker, uh, and lots of other good players have, have come and gone. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that every year it seems to be that these uh, players, that are I think they're talented, I think they're trying, but I think it takes them so much time to gel that when they go up against these teams, especially from the West, and of course the West is cleaning up again this year, uh, it's pretty hard if they're playing a team that's seasoned and been together for three or four years. As yeah, a, as but a how unit. would you? How would you? I mean, compare this team and the example that you just gave to the Argos, who not only have a bunch of new players, but a whole new coaching staff. Well, pretty much a whole new coaching staff and right. a new general manager. I mean, it's night and day. Well. That's true. I mean, we we there are a couple games though that were winnable that we did play. Sure. Um, and uh, you know, a couple of them you could say it was a break, bad break in the game, you know, or something like that. But I mean, certainly 
the Argos uh, are only two games ahead of us. And uh, to be honest, Ottawa, I think, is uh, one and a half or two. And, uh, you know, I, I think if this team does gel uh, as a unit, I just don't think they're playing as a unit. Mm-hmm. They don't, the players don't seem to have each other's back. I mean, out on the field. Like, you know, the, if somebody misses a coverage, somebody else doesn't pick it up. Yeah. Two questions for you. Would you fire Kent Austin right now, and who's your player of the game? Uh, well, my player, as I said, was the horse. Oh, right, yes. Um, no, I don't think I would fire Kent Austin right now. Uh, I don't agree with some of their decisions that they make in personnel at the beginning of the year even. But um, I don't think there's that many options that would be out there that would be beneficial. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the call, Dennis. we got to run here and uh, go off to Ken. Hey, Ken, how are you? Hey, Rick, how are you? I'm not too shabby. Uh, we missed you on the uh, play-by-play, that's for sure. Thanks, Ken. Who's uh, your player of the game tonight? What would you think? Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> you you got to ask that question. You're well, my player of the game, hey, by the way. Uh, oh, thanks. No, it's it, it, when I ask this question, it's never who's your Ticats player of the game. It's who's your player of the game. Yeah, exactly. They can play for the other team. Um, they're flat all the way around, all the way around. Special teams. I don't know. I think uh, I don't think they've got the right coaches. I really don't. I don't think uh, Patasic's the man. I don't think uh, you know Reinhold's the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I really don't. So would you fire Kent? Uh, no, I think I'd move him up, move him up top, and maybe see who we could get. But I don't know. There's nobody available, right? Well, I mean, there's only someone available. It's just a matter of you know who 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 the person is. Who. I don't know. Rich Stubler's name has come up a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Taft must be doing something. Well, I don't think we want Taft back. Who's coaching McNabb? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can't yeah. appreciate the call. Have a good one. Thank you. Take care. You too. Kevin's on the line. Hey, Kevin. Good morning, Kevin. Hi, Rick. How are you? Good. Yourself? Uh, Pepto-Bismol. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, pretty sad show. Pretty sad show. Uh, everybody, everybody's going to call for everybody else's heads right now. I, my suggestion would be to gather all the coaches, Austin, all assistants, and if we can put, put Bob Young in there too at the same time and have an open press conference, clear the air. Something's got to get done, especially after today's tonight's game, you know. So what would you want to hear at this press conference? Everybody air their beefs and get it out in the open. And, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Austin. I don't like that uh, everybody's calling for his head. At the same time, he needs to probably get out some, uh, you know, uh, words to to everybody who's jumping on him now to explain. It's got to get uh, something done. I don't know how they would do it or, or whatever. You're but. kind of describing like an intervention almost. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got it right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and you know what? It might also go up to, uh, you know, uh, again, I, I like Patasek at the with with Mac and as the offensive coordinator with uh, Hamilton right now. Yeah, different I just don't game. think he's pulling the triggers right. So, hmm. Well, sometimes he's not even allowed to pull the trigger. Who's, well, who's your player of the game? Too. Uh, player of the game, I'm definitely for the, definitely the Calgary cheerleaders and uh, their fans. Awesome, Kevin. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. Take it easy. <sighs> man, oh man. Email from Angelo. Hi, Rick. Total embarrassment tonight. The guys are not motivated whatsoever. Reinbold has no clue about defense. 
players have no respect for Austin. Bring back McCarthy. At least he knows talent and has tons of connections down south. These guys are in a comfort zone. They know they won't get cut. Austin has no control. Player of the game, Will Hill. Email from Bob, not Bob Young. At least I don't think. Nope. Looking at the email address, it's not Bob Young. Uh, just a fellow named Bob says, Hi, Rick. I vote for Matt Dunnigan as head coach, Rich Stubler as defensive coordinator, Reinbold can stay, but as special teams coordinator, although I wouldn't recommend a head coach coaching change usually, I really think it has to be done now. That email from Bob. Email from Phil in the Hammer. Good morning, Rick. With this blowout, I am very nauseous to the point of vomiting. I feel disgraced, embarrassed, humiliated, and want to dedicate on Tim Horton's field. And I don't think he means dedicate, even though he wrote dedicate. You can figure that out for yourself. Uh, he goes on to say, I can't take this, I'll say crap anymore. I never thought I'd be saying this, but Argos. That email from Phil in the Hammer. My, oh my. And uh, I'll have to paraphrase Alan's uh, email because it's rather lengthy and I only have about 30 seconds. But he's calling for a few changes, including playing Masoli for a whole game the next game and going to a two-running back system. And uh, they need guys like Andy Fantuz to light up the offense and maybe bring in Tori Gurley. Uh, Alan also writes, what about having Scott Milanovic? He wasn't too bad for Toronto, was he? Well, Milanovic is down with the... NCAA. I think he's doing okay. Hey, thanks to all our calls, our emailers, our tweeters tonight. Fantastic fifth quarter as always. Our player of the game is the Calgary Stampeders horse. And our fifth quarter fan of the night is all the Ticats fans who had to sit through tonight's embarrassment in Calgary as the Stampeders smoked the Tiger Cats 60 to 1. Hey, we're back on the air after Hamilton's next game in Edmonton, Friday, August the 4th. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Uh, from all of us here on AM 900 CHML.